This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. Building a small rental unit on your property is a great way to create passive income, but housing experts say that accessory dwelling units, or ADUs, can also help solve the nation's housing crisis. And there are a growing number of states that are allowing them. Plus, three states are actually paying people to build them. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. California was first to legalize ADUs back in 1982. The law allowed homeowners to build a second unit, but local governments hampered the effort with restrictions. Some municipalities charged hefty impact fees or imposed complicated and expensive permitting requirements. There may have also been restrictions on renting the units if the owner didn't live on the property and problems qualifying for a loan to build an ADU. The ADU landscape started opening up years later in 2017, when California state lawmakers began passing a series of laws that would override local barriers. That's led to a big surge in ADU construction, from about 1,100 built in 2016 to more than 23,000 built in 2021. According to John Burns Research and Consulting, the ADU building boom has now provided California with a total of some 68,000 ADUs. Most of the ADUs have been built in the more expensive metros like Los Angeles and San Diego. But the trend has also been strong in smaller cities, like the central California city of Santa Maria. John Byrne says that almost half of the building permits issued for Santa Maria last year were for ADUs. The ADU trend is now spreading as governments across the nation try to fill an enormous gap in affordable housing. Governing.com says there are currently eight states that are allowing ADUs, including California, Connecticut, Maine, New Hampshire, Oregon, Utah, Vermont, and Washington. California appears to have removed the most obstacles to ADU construction, while states like New Hampshire are still allowing cities to control them with local zoning laws. There's word that New Hampshire lawmakers are working on California-style policies that would make it easier for people to build more ADUs. But even with the current obstacles, ADU construction is moving at a rapid rate in New Hampshire, thanks to demographics and the size of the homes and properties. Governing.com says that the population in New Hampshire is the second oldest in the nation, after Vermont, and that many of the people building ADUs are seniors creating space for intergenerational living. They may be building an ADU on their property for other family members, or selling their long-time home and using the money to build an ADU at an adult child's property, for example. Homes in New Hampshire also tend to be larger, with lots of extra yard space and structures on the property or additions on the homes that can be turned into ADUs. As for the states that are paying homeowners to build ADUs, Insider lists them as California, Vermont, and New York. California has allocated $50 million to help pay for pre-construction costs, like design, permitting, and soil inspections. Applicants must be at the low to moderate income level and could get as much as $40,000 per ADU. Vermont is paying up to $50,000 per ADU for property owners who are owner-occupants or landlords. The property owner must match the grant with at least 20% of the grant amount and finish building the ADU within 18 months. Rents also have to be maintained within HUD's fair market rent levels. New York is offering the most money, up to $125,000 per ADU for low to moderate homeowners. The money can also be used to bring an existing ADU up to code. 
New York is allocating $85 million for this ADU program over the next five years. Well, that's it for today. If you live in a place that allows ADUs, it's now time to check your yard for space to build an ADU that can bring you some passive income. You can also find out how to become a landlord at our Real Wealth site at newsforinvestors.com. And membership is free. I'm Kathy Fetke. Thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.